Digital Audio Health by Cymatrax. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you believe that there is more to life than what you see right now and you want to find out more, listen in as her guests share their journey and their extraordinary experiences. Now, here is your host, Rhonda Grant. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show. Sometimes the universe has a way of placing people or obstacles in your path to help guide and direct you on your mission. Listen in as we discover the path my guest has traveled. Has she been inspired by a calling, crafted her journey, or a bit of both? I invite you to embrace the conversation and to use it to help you to recognize if this is happening in your life. Our guest today is Rebecca Whitman. Rebecca is a magnetic abundance mentor, graduate with honors from Princeton University and author of international best-selling books. She was selected as Life Coach of the Year and Empowered Woman of the Year by International Association of Top Professionals. She hosts the Top 5% Globally Ranked Balanced Beautiful Abundance Podcast, which won the Positive Change Podcast Award. Her philosophy divides life into seven pillars of abundance, which include spiritual, physical, emotional, romantic, mental, social, and financial. She helps people achieve balance within these seven areas so that they can experience more fun and freedom in life. In addition to her appearances as an expert on ABC and CBS, she has spoken on multiple podcasts at Columbia University, UCLA, and has shared virtual stages with great thought leaders like Grant Cardone, Jack Canfield, and Les Brown. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show, Rebecca. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Rhonda. Well, I'm so excited that we get to speak. Again, it's only been a week since we last saw each other. Tell us, um, tell the audience a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I had a childhood dream of being an actress. So I moved to LA about 20 years ago, and I had small parts on big shows like Friends, CSI, and 24. And I was never able to quite make a living out of the acting. So I found myself working at children's acting schools, which I totally love because I don't have kids. And I had a lot of free time to study with great metaphysical teachers, people like Michael Beckwith, Marion Williamson, Wayne Dyer, Esther Hicks. And I employed their principles to make a six-figure income working part-time. And it was amazing, but there was one area of my life that I just couldn't figure out, and that was my love life. And I remember sitting in a therapist's office in West LA, and she was like, do you want to be in this marriage? And I looked around at her Buddha and her Feng Shui fountain, and I smelled the incense, and I was like, a voice came through me, Rhonda, and it just mm-hmm. said, I want a life of ease, grace, and spiritual dignity. And if that meant leaving that marriage, then that was okay, because that's what I wanted. So fast forward to my dad is 
dying as my marriage is unraveling. And Mm -hmm. he asked me to write a book and he said, I don't care what you write about, just write something. His funeral was on a Wednesday. My divorce was finalized on a Friday and I was sitting in my financial planner's office and he's like, Rebecca, I'm looking at your portfolio and you're having your best fiscal year ever, yet you lost your marriage and your beloved father. What are you doing? I think you should write a book. So that's what I wrote about. I wrote a book. It's called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And it's not a business plan. It's how I live life within these seven key areas that I call my seven pillars of abundance. And when you have all of these areas of life working together and in alignment, you can manifest anything you want. Now I'm happily married for a little over a year and nice. you know, just so uh, healthy and just having the best time ever because of these seven pillars. Hmm. I love that. And can you speak to us about the seven pillars? I'd really like you to unpack those for the audience. I would love to. So they are in order of importance in my life. So they mm-hmm. start with, uh, I'll give you all of them. And then I'll just say a couple sentences about each one. Spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial. So I start my day with spirituality. I'm a huge believer in a morning practice. I journal and I have an incredible journal format that I got over 25 years ago. I call it my abundance journal and I would love to offer your listeners that as a free gift. It's just been an amazing way to shift my perception from negative to positive. I do a journal. I read from spiritual literature, prayer, meditation, Then I move to the second pillar as I do my exercise or my fitness. And I really believe that we should put our health above everything because health is wealth. If we have our health, we have every opportunity in the world at our fingertips. And if we don't have our health, then our whole priority in life is to get healthy. The Mm -hmm. third pillar is emotions. I believe that every emotion comes from fear or love. So if I'm being negative, depressed, jaded, cynical, resentful, jealous. I'm in my fear. I'm in my scarcity. And if I'm happy, loving, compassionate, playful, I'm in my love or my abundance. So my intention every day is to stay on the love channel. And if I do slip and go to the fear channel, because I'm only human, the fastest way to go from fear to love is through gratitude. So I'm a huge believer in the practice of gratitude. Uh, The next pillar is romance and romance has, like I said, that was the final spoke of the bicycle wheel to click into place. And romance is really important because who you are surrounding yourself by, especially your intimate partner affects your vibration. It affects your abundance. It affects, you know, your health, everything. And I was, you know, not uh, accustomed to having a healthy, easy love life. There was a lot of trauma and drama in my other relationships. So Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that I was finally able to have a breakthrough in the area of my romance. And I teach my clients to walk away from unhealthy, toxic relationships that nothing or no one is worth your peace of mind. Uh, The next area is mindset, which is what Mm -hmm. we're doing here. Your wonderful listeners are working on their mindset by listening to your podcast. And there's so much content out there. There's YouTube, there's podcasts, there's Audible, there's tons of books. Like this is the golden age for mindset work. And the sixth pillar is social. 
your vibe attracts your tribe. So you want to surround yourself with positive, loving, supportive people that mm-hmm. believe in your goals and dreams that do not drain your energy or detract from your goals and dreams. And finally, the seventh pillar is financial. Now, everybody thinks finance is the number one thing. They're like, I'm going to just do everything that I can to make a ton of money. Then I'll hire a personal trainer. I'll be really fit. I'll attract the love of my life. We'll go on spiritual retreats and we'll socialize with other couples and you know, then we'll be healthy. But it's not like that. For me, finance is the last thing. When I am healthy and happy and have great friends and I'm in love, then I'm going to attract financial opportunities and people to me, just like how we met, right? We met at an event at UCLA and you asked me to be on your podcast. I wasn't planning to meet you that day. I wasn't planning to be on this podcast. You just were attracted to me. And that's how things just keep showing up in my life. And I just Mm -hmm. keep getting financial abundance just through having a high vibe aligned life. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, you really turned uh, the finance on its head. Um, because uh, a lot of people are focusing on their spreadsheets for the year and their income coming in and what's going out. And uh, so you've really turned it on its head, which I really, really like. Um, You, at the beginning, you talked about, excuse me, having a a voice that came and, and said what you should do. So with spirituality, and we talk about spirituality, intuition, and do you feel it was an intuitive hit that you received that day that changed your trajectory? Yes, it was an intuitive hit. And I believe that, you know, I hear that still small voice, you can call it God or your intuition mm-hmm. or intuitive hit, whatever you want to call it. I hear it. I don't see it. I hear it. And it was just like, so clear. It's like, I just want a life of ease, grace, and spiritual dignity, whatever that looks like. It mm-hmm. was it was a turning point in my life. I, I couldn't keep up the charade anymore, Rhonda, of, you know, yes. looking good on the outside and not feeling good on the inside. I was not willing to put my own feelings on the back burner to make everybody else happy to, to have the check mark on my report card that I was married or had kids or had the white picket mm-hmm. fence because I was trying so hard to do that. And I was desperately unhappy inside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and a lot of our listeners right now are, are doing that um, because they feel, and, and, you know, social media can actually uh, make you feel inadequate if you don't have that rosy picture because everybody talks about how happy they are and Valentine's Day is coming up and and all that sort of stuff and it may not be true and so did you ever have times when the intuitive hit was uh, you shouldn't do something you shouldn't be with that person. And you just said, Oh, it's okay. I'll fix him. Like a lot of women think I'll just fix him, Right. If he has some problems, did you ever have warning signs that you should have listened to, but um, you, because your goal was to get married that you ignored it? Oh yeah. So we got married on a Sunday. First of all, I didn't want my parents to meet him until five days before the wedding. Cause I knew they would talk me out of it. And I remember 
we had a huge fight and he like got out of the car and walked around the block. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, we're getting married in five days. And he's like, I don't think we should do it. And instead of agreeing with him and going, wow, if somebody is that on the fence about getting married, it's probably not the right person. I was like, nope, it's too late. The cake's been ordered. The flowers have been ordered. Everyone bought their ticket to LA. Like we got to go through with this. I I was like, this train already has momentum and we can't stop it. And I should have known you know, when he was so hesitant five days before that I should have just said, you know what, let's just call it off. But that takes so much courage. And I had called mm-hmm. off another wedding. I had uh, all these wedding invitations, like calligraphied and handmade, and it took forever to make these invitations. And I remember going to the post office with this huge box of invitations mm-hmm. and mail them. And I heard my intuition say, don't put these in the mailbox. This is not the right guy. So I called off that wedding and I didn't want to be like Julia Roberts and runaway bride and call off a second wedding. So I pushed myself to go through it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I don't mean to laugh at that, but I, I love the, that you re- referenced that movie. Um you know, because over my lifetime too, like I've had those, you know, it, my stomach actually hurts and I know I shouldn't do something, um, but I went ahead and did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I had my near death experience, I really paid attention um, because the more enlightened you become, the more value you put on these, uh, these, these feelings that you have, whether you should or shouldn't do it. And um, moms of babies, I mean, that's when you really develop your intuition, because even sometimes, you know, your baby's sick, even before they cry out or, or things like that as well. So when you say make a six figure income, um, can you let us know about that? Because a lot of people, uh, they might be working uh, right now at a job, but they want to uh, do something on the side, like a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us about what you what you have done? Yeah. So if you have a job, there's no way you're not going to, you cannot make six figures because you're trading dollars for hours. You have okay. so many hours in a week and so many weeks in a year and your salary is capped. So you need a side hustle, something that gets you excited, something that you can go from passion to profit and something that does not have an income ceiling. So my side hustle, I have I have several. <laughs> my whole life is my side hustles. I I work at a children's acting school still part-time. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my main thing and then I also have a a business, a health and wellness business where we help women lose weight, look younger and balance their hormones. So that's an amazing Mm -hmm. health and wellness company. Mm -hmm. And all these links, by the way, are going to be in my link tree, which is going to be in the show notes. Um, Then I also, obviously I have the coaching business, which we're talking about. um, And that includes a podcast. It includes international retreats. I'm so excited. I'm going to be hosting my second international retreat in Costa Rica this year. My first one was in Colombia, South America. And, and then I also own real estate. I have uh, several rental properties in Los Angeles. So all of these things are side hustles. None yeah. of them I do full time. 
I don't clock in. I don't clock out. I don't like, you know, sit at a cubicle and go in rush hour traffic or anything like that. And I, my number one value of why I want money is not to pile up a bunch of money and sit on it. I want freedom. So freedom gives you the ability to do what you want, when you want, where you want and with whom you want. So that's my number one value is freedom. So if anybody here is listening and they feel like they're trapped in an unfulfilling job, Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to find a side hustle. I actually have a free masterclass in my link tree and it's a 45 minute free webinar on how to create a six figure side hustle. But think of something that you would do for free. What do people come to you for advice? What are you passionate about? What are you naturally good at? What makes you angry? Um, just think about what, what you're really, really excited about and how mm-hmm. can you turn that into a side hustle. I mean, I have a client who she loves pets and she wants everyone to have the joy of a pet in her life. So she became a pet matchmaker where she matches people to their soulmate pet. It can be anything, anything that you're passionate about. You can turn that into a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And it's streams of income. And yeah. you just, uh, you add one, it's like potato chips. You add one, then you add another one and another one. And uh, it's wonderful. Uh, Let us know about this retreat. How intriguing in Costa Rica. It is going to be amazing. There's going to be, I'm going to be doing the mindset coaching and teaching my signature seven pillars, but there's also going to be fitness classes and yoga classes and excursions and healthy food. And oh my God, it is I hope everybody who's listening stays in touch with me. We don't have the exact dates or the registration set up yet, but stay in touch with me on my social so you can know about this fitness retreat because it's going to sell out and it's going to be magical. And I've already talked to my partners about the prices and compared to other international retreats, it's going to be priced very moderately. So I'm, I'm just so excited for some of your listeners and maybe even you to get to go. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what month are you expecting to do this in? In September. In September. Yeah. Because that gives people a long enough time to make plans. uh, Yes. When it's it's that. Oh, so great. So it'll be in the show notes as well. Wonderful. Um, So how did you end up? um, I I still want to know how you ended up uh, developing the seven pillars of attraction. Like, what exactly did that stem from? Was that from your your father asking you to do that on his deathbed to write something? Well, he asked me to write something, but every every year in January, I look at all these areas of my life and I write affirmations. And I'm a huge believer in affirmations and how they manifest. So I had this ritual that I did every January where I look Mm -hmm. at my life and I create three affirmations for each of the seven areas. And Mm -hmm. I learned this a long time ago in a, in a business class that I took, you know, in the mid to late nineties. And I've just been keeping it up every year. And I added a couple like uh, romance and mindset to it. So it's Mm -hmm. just how I, how I structure my year. And then every day I look at my 21 affirmations and keep manifesting and focusing on what I want to create, what my goals are. 
And I just thought, this is why I can, you know, lose my dad and my marriage and stay focused and stay productive because I am continuing to focus on these 21 affirmations. So I wanted to break down each of the seven areas. And after Mm -hmm. each chapter, I, I give three affirmations that have helped me a lot. Okay. And so that's what you do in the morning with your morning practice. Mm -hmm. And I have an evening practice as well, where I just, it's a quick one. I just write down three things that I'm grateful for. And I look at my 21 affirmations again. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a very important word that you just said there is grateful, being grateful. And sometimes when we're having a hard time in our life, it's really hard to feel grateful about anything. But if we start really small um, and be grateful, the more we uh, um, think about, we bring about. Yeah, I've never heard that. I like that. The more we think about, we bring about. Yeah, and it just... Mm -hmm. It builds, it builds momentum in your life. And I start off grateful for the smallest things like 10 fingers and 10 toes, four limbs, a heart that beats, lungs that breathe, five senses, you know, four walls, food in the fridge, like literally the simplest things, furniture, linens, appliances, clothes, supplements. And then I just build out from there. And it's like a snowball effect. I cannot tell your listeners how much gratitude has changed my life. Well, it's magic. It is. It's absolutely magic. And so when you talk about manifesting, uh, do you have a ritual that you do to manifest? Can you talk about that? Well, the affirmations would be my ritual, um, but I don't just say them. I, I don't, have a lot of time to sit there and do long extended visualization. So I'll just say the affirmation and I'll close my eyes for a couple seconds and visualize myself having whatever it is that I want. For example, you know, I wanted a a loving committed uh, marriage. So I would visualize that for a couple seconds. And then I would say, thank you to a friend that it was already happening because your subconscious doesn't know the difference of you visualizing it and thanking the universe versus actually not having it and saying the affirmation. So I think that's a really key component. Visualize it for a second and then just say, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that your subconscious mind does not know the difference. Yeah. So what you feed your subconscious mind or yourself, what you feed yourself all day long is who you become. And so if you think about joyfulness and gratefulness, then more of that is going to happen in your life. And if you think if you're worried, then worry on top of worry on top of worry, right? Yeah, that's a spiral thing, as well as gratitude. So if you've ever, I'm sure we all have woken up on the wrong side of the bed, and you stub your toe on the way to the bathroom, and then the toothpaste spills all over you, and then your coffee spills, and then you get a parking ticket, it just that snowballs too. So -hmm. that's why it's so important to when I feel myself getting derailed and I feel myself going into fear-based negative thinking to to flip to love-based thinking so I don't have a spiral effect of negative Mm -hmm. things happening. 
And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes life is just life lives, you know, nobody's like, you know, walking on a cloud, dancing with the angels all the time. Like everybody has to pay taxes and, you know, there's great loss. I lost a soulmate dog three and a half months ago and mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, grieving that beautiful connection. And, um, I cry sometimes and, you know, I'm not, I'm not telling your listeners not to feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Oh no. Yeah well in your feelings because I had a client once she lost her mom and her sister and 20 years later she's still you know depressed and overweight and she had become a hoarder and I was like you can grieve and let the emotions move through you and still Mm -hmm. actually have a joyous existence and just feel your feelings a lot of people think I am my feelings whereas I feel like I am my soul is clear. It's like the sky and my feelings are the weather. The feelings pass through me, but I don't attach my identity to my feelings. Beautiful. That is really well put. And you know, when you talked about, you know, getting up in the morning and stubbing your toe and the toothpaste and all of that, I I think it's human nature. It's a tendency to stack them on top of each other and then take your story out into the world and say, this is what happened to me and reinforce all these things that that are bad that happened to you where it's easy to just let it go, let it go. It doesn't mean anything, right? It has nothing to do with you, really. These are just life things that happen. But um, yeah, I really, I I really appreciate how you um, describe to the listeners, um, you know, ways uh, that they can help themselves that are easy things to do for sure. You're listening to the Rhonda Grant Show right now, whose podcast has been treated with digital audio health by my sponsor, Symatrex. And today we are speaking with Rebecca Whitman. What a delightful conversation we're having today. Rebecca, let people know how they may reach out to you. And you also have a special offer that you um, have coming up. Yeah. So to keep in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Rebecca E. Whitman. We're also going to have my link tree in the show notes with all my offerings, like my abundance journal and uh, the masterclass that I mentioned on creating a six-figure side hustle. But my most exciting offer is coming up February 26th at 12 p.m. Pacific time. I am teaching my secret formula to manifesting the love of your life at any Mm -hmm. age. And it is called the seven pillars of attraction. And this is a free webinar that you will not want to miss. If you're feeling down about Valentine's day or the holidays, oh my God, I'm always going to be alone. I used to feel that way. I used to feel Mm -hmm. like I was the last person to find love. And I actually had given up on love after hiring a high-end matchmaker, going on five internet dating sites, being fixed up by all my friends. And I had given up on love and actually... Ben, my husband came to my book launch party and he asked me out on a date after he got the book. And we were so connected that we closed down the restaurant. We couldn't stop talking and we've been together ever since. And we're now newlyweds. Yeah, we're newlyweds of a year. And I've reverse engineered it. I went, how did I go from being lonely, cynical, and depressed to Mm -hmm. being married to the love of my life? And that's how I came up with these seven pillars of attraction. So I will be teaching them to your listeners for free. And again, stay uh, in touch with me on social and also in the link tree, I'll have the registration to reserve your free spot. It's going to be a Zoom class on February 26th. 
12 p.m. PST. PST. Wonderful. What extraordinary discovery have you found in your life, Rebecca? That is a great question. I talked about so many, but I would say what you focus on expands. Mm -hmm. So I am a recovering perfectionist and a recovering judger. So I can easily pick anyone or anything apart. And it's always easy to look at what's wrong with a person or a place or a situation and just pick it apart and be really critical. So I have learned that if I focus on what's right about a person, place, or situation, and I appreciate, then I feel so much better. And I love compliments. One of the things I teach my students is to compliment a stranger at every opportunity you get. Because when I am in appreciation versus criticism and judgment, I feel so much better. So I would encourage everyone to find something to appreciate, even if your coworker or your spouse or your sister or brother is driving you crazy, find Mm -hmm. something about them to appreciate because you will feel so much better. Yes. Uh, You're an athlete, a a highly trained athlete. I am. Yes. So, and that is a, um, a byproduct of being a highly trained athlete because you've been coached at such a, um, a deep level that you see the whole world that way. Yeah. And so it's hard to undo that because the hours of training that a person goes into, you were, uh, what was your sport? You were in, um, I was tennis, uh, played tennis for Princeton university and, uh, my prime at the tender age of 14, I hit my peak and I was 40th, uh, ranked 40th in the U S wonderful. And it takes a lot of hours, a lot of commitment. And when people were sitting home watching television, you were out working hard, sweating it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that you've been called to your journey or do you feel that you've crafted it or a bit of both? I feel that it's both. I always knew that I was meant mm-hmm. for more. And I really felt like my life began when I gave up my childhood dream. I wanted to move to LA and be a famous actress because I needed validation. I had a God-sized hole in my heart where I didn't feel like I was ever good enough. And I was like, well, if I could just get, you know, fame and fortune and people telling me that I'm doing a great job as an actress, Mm -hmm. then I would be okay. And I realized that validation has to come from within So I did a lot of work on myself through 12 steps, through a therapist, through various coaches and programs and workshops, a lot of uh, inner work. And I realized that I get to change that paradigm of needing validation from the outside to realizing that I already have everything I need and to focus out and to be of love and service. So I've changed my whole paradigm of being addicted to love and approval to being the one giving love and approval and wanting to empower women to know that they are enough and they don't need anything from anyone to feel okay. Cause that was a journey that I had to go on. Mm-hmm. That is very powerful. Can you repeat that? That's very powerful. <laughs> yeah. I had to learn that I could never get enough lover validation. I mean, even, even if I was famous, mm-hmm. we can see the famous people that are still addicted to drugs or suicidal. So I had to switch from wanting to get validated on the outside 
to realize that I already had everything that I needed and to focus giving my love and approval to other people. And I've chosen women as my ideal client. My mission in life is to empower women to go from overworked and burned out to balance, mm-hmm. beautiful, and abundant. And that's why I have a podcast called The Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. Right. The group is balanced, beautiful, and abundant because I don't want women to be addicted to needing validation. I want them to feel that they are already enough. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's very hard for women to feel like they're enough when we have been, um, you know, commercials to make us more beautiful on the outside and, and our weight has to be a certain amount and our clothes have to look like this, but we do have to love ourselves. And, you know, a person once said that it's a very long journey from the brain to the heart. Mm. And I really didn't understand what that meant. But when you breathe and you breathe into your heart and you start feeling the love that is in your heart and how big your heart really is, because it will will start to expand. It can actually hurt in your chest when you breathe into your heart and feel the love that's there. And, um, and I think that, you know, that's a really good exercise for women to start to feel and you'll reduce yourself to tears for sure when you do this exercise. But the more we resonate in ourselves, in our body, in our energies. And this is all of the things that you teach and talk about, uh, Rebecca. Um, you know, uh, we're it'll well, there's a whole shift in human consciousness right now anyway. And with you doing your retreat, I mean, it's just helping women to step out of their normal workplace and into a new area where they can discover themselves more and take that back into their workplace. Right. Yeah. Taking their power back. Their power. Right. Patriarchy that tells us that we're too fat, too old, too many wrinkles. You know, they have deified young women and women middle-aged and above feel like, you know, they're just put out to pasture and Mm -hmm. they They give up on finding their soulmate. They give up on experiencing Mm -hmm. radiant health or traveling or anything. And, you know, that is just not right. We get to be beautiful and desirable and fabulous at every single age and stage of our life. And I feel like it is happening. You know, it is shifting. Women are getting their power back and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It surely is. Thank you so much for being uh, a guest on the Rhonda Grant show. Uh, You have a lot to teach um, and I've really appreciated the time that you've given us today. You're a very busy woman. And uh, so cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me on the show. It was a great conversation. I loved it. We'll have to do it again. I would love that. Thank you. Theme song for the Rhonda Grant Show is Sun on the Water, composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with the Rhonda Grant Show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. 
If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rondagrantauthor.com. That's rondagrantauthor.com. Digital Audio Health by... Cymatrax.